Yeah, I just wanted to interview you and, you know, I've been following you, seeing all the great things you've been doing. Thank you. I wanted to ask you, like, so you say you work at home, but, like, how, how, I guess if it hasn't impacted, like, your work style, but um, has it impacted your business or, you yeah. know, what have you seen different, um, you know, what's happening right now? It's a lot. So, um, first, for us as a cannabis dispensary, you know, we were deemed an essential business, so we're still open. Um, for me personally, my day-to-day -day hasn't changed too much. Um, I still go to the dispensary. I live very close to my store, so I still go to the dispensary. Um, I still am working on a lot of other projects for us, and I did a lot of stuff from home anyway. So for me, it feels, you know, very similar to how my life used to be. Um, but we had to make a lot of changes at the store. So for me, it was a lot of time spent making sure that my staff understood the new protocols on, you know, how we are social distancing even within ourselves, um, as well as we kind of had to implement new things. We always had order ahead options for our patients, but we had to begin to push them um, and to, you know, really get people to understand that that was an option and that was kind of the preferred option so they could get in and out. And then eventually we um, implemented uh, curbside service. So now you can drive up and we'll bring it out to you. Okay. Um, so you can order ahead. We can do that. So then that way, you know, you don't even have to come inside of the store. We also limit the amount of people who are allowed inside of the store at any time. So we only allow two people to be in our lobby. We only have two chairs set up. They're very far from each other on opposite sides of the lobby. Um, and one and two uh people shopping in the dispensary at a time um, and they are spaced out as well so we keep it that way and we kind of just keep that rotation going um, throughout but we've been you know really getting our patients used to the ordering ahead and the drive up options and then we are we are working with a third party delivery service um, that will hopefully fingers crossed be on board by next week um, they're working on getting their approvals by the state so that they're hundred percent approved and then we'll be using them for delivery. So it'll work some, somewhat like a Uber Eats or something like that. So we've had to adjust our business model for sure. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, um, so do you think, I don't know how long this is going to last, but do you think this will, you know, you know, with your, uh, being in the cannabis industry that, hopefully people don't fall into like, you know, depression or if that right. does come about, do you think like this would be beneficial, you know, to, with, with your business? Definitely. So, you know, let's go back to when all this started, like when this really started getting serious at the beginning of the month mm -hmm. um, and we started to realize that, you know, schools were going to have to close and businesses were going to shut down. The first thing that we saw was an increase in sales. Mm. So that lets us know right there that, you know, cannabis is essentially kind of recession proof. You know, people are going to turn to cannabis um, in their times of, of high anxiety and things like that. So definitely, I think we're going to see a, a constant trend. You know, we've seen this uptick continue this entire month. Um, we've had a, an increase in our sales and I don't think that it will slow down um, during this entire process. And I actually think that this, this time will kind of turn people on to cannabis. You know, I think people will try it as an alternative form of medicine during this time period while they're at home and they have, you know, a, a decreased workload. Um, I think they'll try it. And then post Corona, I think we're going to see a lot of people just continuing their use because 
they're, you know, they've tried something new that they enjoyed. So I think that, you know, this downturn is really interesting for this industry. Mm-hmm. It might actually be a good thing. Yeah. Um, you know, and in, in the grand scheme of the world, I mean, this is terrible, but you know, when I'm just thinking about this industry and the economic impact, you know, it's actually been decent for the industry. You've even seen cannabis stocks rally a little bit. Um, and they've been doing pretty bad, um, since they've, you know, been trading. So I think it's interesting. Um, and I'm just trying to stay as up to date as possible so I can follow the trends and anticipate them and make sure that, you know, first and foremost, that my staff is prepared to deal with the patients, like the front line, because that's, that's what drives my business. Um, and then secondly, that I know, you know, what I can do to position my company to be able to be successful. Um, cause for me, you know, I have my one dispensary, but that's just the beginning. I'm definitely trying to grow and scale the business. So, um, now's the time, a lot of times where really unique opportunities will present themselves. That's awesome. Thank you. So, what advice would you give to other businesses that may not be doing as well, doing too well right now? Um, you know, yeah. I know what yours is, this is like flowing pretty well, but for the other ones, what would you tell them? You know, the first thing I'd say is there are a lot of resources out there right now for small businesses. You know, I can't even utilize a lot of these resources because I'm in a federally legal business. I cannot utilize these SBA funds that are coming out. I can't get any of these loans. So if you have an LLC and you have been making money, if you file taxes, you should apply for an SBA loan right now. Um, You're never going to get money uh, that cheap again, probably. Um, Well, you should never say never, but probably not. So you should take advantage of that opportunity while you have it. Um, And I would also say to, to turn, you know, that's, that's something like really practical you could do. And then something a little bit more that you would have to put into practice um, is, is look to how you can automate as much of your business that, that as you can, um, to be able to cut expenses, um, as well as, you know, go into your expenses and really look what is important and what is not important. Are you, you know, paying for, do you have memberships with subscription services that you don't really use? Um, can you combine things? Are, is there a free option out there? You know, I, I encourage people to kind of go take inventory of everything that they're doing and, um, how they're doing it and then see if they can save any money that way. And then, um, lastly, I'd say something else is very practical that you could do is just see what you can shift from your business model that was physical into digital. Um, there are a lot of different things that people are doing right now and they're able to still make money doing it. Um, you know, so I would say do those things, be sensitive to the fact that everyone is going through the same thing right now. Um, and you know, do your best to just first, you have to know your finances. So you know what you owe. Um, if, if you can't negotiate a lot of creditors are giving, you know, are forgiving payments for a few months, you're still gonna owe that money. So if you can pay it, you should pay it. But if you can't, you got a few months that you can defer it. Um, but I'd say, you know, just see how much money you're spending out, see how much money you used to make, um, and try and shift your business model to be able to continue to make that money or more online. A lot of times you find that online, you can make much more money because you can scale easier. You know, so yeah, that's, that's my advice. I probably could talk about that for days, (laughs) but that's like in a nutshell. (laughs) No, that's real. And like, I know you have a lot of digital platforms. Um, 
teaching courses and stuff. We want to talk about that, you know, just to talk about your brand and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've been, uh, for the past two years, you know, I've been speaking a lot. I've been going around doing conferences, podcasts, um, been featured in a lot of media and it's been so awesome for me. And I get asked all the time, a lot of different questions, um, about a lot of the same things, you know, and I, I'm only one person and I'm also really actually running a business. I don't just like speak for a living. Um, so, you know, I have to, I had to figure out a way to be able to reach more people. Um, and, and I realized, you know, it was a lot of the same thing. So I have been, I've developed a course on, um, kind of how to market your existing skill set to cannabis for people who want to get into ancillary services. Um, so for an example, like if you do marketing currently, if you want to work with cannabis companies, I kind of teach you how to shift your, your branding, um, as well as your business model to cannabis and like the type of things you need to know to be able to attract, um, cannabis clients. So I created that course. I'm working on a, a course right now for people who are looking to get licensed on the plant touching side. So people who want to be dispensary owners, um, cultivators, processors, transfer, transportation companies, um, just the application processes mirror each other in every state. They're different in every state, but they're very similar. And there are things that you can be doing even in advance of the application dropping to prepare yourself. Um, a lot of people don't even understand how much money it takes to do something like this. So this course is kind of like an intro level, like these are the steps that it would, you know, that it takes to get into the business. This is how much it would cost. These are all the different things. And here are some resources to help you get started. So I'm working on that course and I plan to drop it around 420. Okay. Um, and then lastly, I'm working on a digital conference actually for 420 since you know, everything is canceled and all that good stuff. I'm, I'm getting together a few of my friends and some vendors. Um, and I'm working on putting together a digital conference for 420. I'm probably going to announce that next week. Okay. That's dope. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, any other like comments uh, or any, any thoughts you have about this coronavirus? Uh, I know like I've been watching the news 24 seven. Yeah. A bit of break, but. Um, you know, what are your thoughts just in general about all this? You know, I, I'm thinking at first I remember feeling like this is just over, you know, it's just too much. They're overdoing it. Yeah. Not that serious. And, you know, now I'm at the point that it can get really bad if we don't all do our part and stay home. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm doing my very best to to only go to the store, you know, when I mean my dispensary, when I say the store and then to the grocery store, when I need to, you know, I'm really trying to do my part and stay home because, you know, we, it, it has been shown so many times how one person can spread to hundreds and even thousands of people. Um, and you don't know if you're carrying it or not, you could be completely healthy and carrying it. And I do think that it's going to last a little bit of time. Um, and I think even when we kind of get it under control, people are still going to be able to contract the virus and they're still going to get it. But, you know, this is going to do serious damage to the economy. Um, however, this is the time that if you're strategic, you can come out of this doing very well. You know, this is, this is the time some new, new, uh, millionaires are going to be born out of this, uh, this little time period. Cause we don't really know how long it's going to last. And we don't know what, what repercussions it's going to have. The longer it lasts, the longer the, the backlash after it ends will be. So 
because people have been out of work for so long, they haven't been paid and all these things. So they're not spending money the same. The economy is just stagnant. So I, I, I think, you know, even though I'm really into the economy and stocks and all that stuff. So sorry that I got there. But, um, <laughs> you know, I think that right now we're seeing the stock market rally a little bit because, you know, the stimulus package just got passed and everything. But I don't think it's over. I don't think we bottomed out. I think that it's kind of like um, if you imagine a child when they kind of, um, you know, the smallest thing can set them off and they can go back into a hissy fit. And I think that's like, if you think of the stock market like a child, you know, they're in that stage right now where it's like, you know, you just gave them a new toy. So they're extremely happy. Yeah. But like tomorrow, the boo-boo is going to hurt again, you know? <laughs> So um, I think that we're in for a little ride when it comes to the economy over, you know, I'd say the next few months, even. Hey, those are all my questions. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. I mean, sometimes when people ask me to, to do things, I'm like, why do you want to talk to me? <laughs> but I'm thankful, you know, I'm, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm thankful that people care about my opinion, so. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. you've, been, you've been killing the game. Like, it's it's been inspiring to watch, so. Thanks. Thanks. I love your show, too. And I'm glad that, like, it seems like it's, like, really kicking up, like, kicking off and it's getting momentum now. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. And any way else I can support in the future and all that stuff, let me know. Yeah, definitely. Okay. All right. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your day in quarantine. You, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye.